0: Hi, this is Dan Hardy, and you're listening to the Mirror TKO Podcast.
1: Live
2: from the O2 Arena in London, England. Man! Relentless once again. Overwhelming. Michael Bisping. That left is finding a home and again and again and again. Oh, you heard him. He is so explosive. Yoshi Hero! Scrapper. He's a brawler. Good oh, left oh, He is That's down. It. What a fight! Wow, Dan Hardy. Oh God! Unbelievable! Holding away.
0: Carlos Condit has done it. Hathaway is such a powerful dude. Look at this. Hathaway trying to finish this
2: fight. And back and forth they battle. Ultimate Fighting Championship presents UFC 120 Bisping versus Akiyama. Saturday, October 16th.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mirror TKO podcast. This is part three of three of our special trilogy. Oh, of... it's the last one. It is, it is. It's a shame, but we're finishing with a goodie. We have Weird. Michael Bisping to start. Great start, great interview, giving Chao Sun and both barrels. I'm looking
2: forward to him giving him sexy armour. And he's parts, going to be
1: giving sexy armour plenty when they get in the cage. Yeah. He's up for it, and he's he's going to go for it. We spoke to John Hathaway, one of the nicest guys I've met
2: in sport. Really nice he's guy. A, he is also massive, by the way. He's a big guy, isn't he? He's <laughs> a big guy.
1: And, uh, but yeah, we had a good chat with him, which you probably heard in the last show. And rounding off the series is Dan the Outlaw Hardy. He's ripped through the welterweight division. He had his title shot against GSP. That didn't go so well for him. Now he's bouncing back. I think that was good for him. Well, we, we'll find out what he thinks about that, because he may, he may agree with you there. I think he does. Um, we had a chat with Dan. Um, we covered all sorts of different topics. did. Okay. Uh, ranging from his fight with Carlos Condit to his record collection... To his trainers, we caught up with Dan, and uh, here's what Dan had to say. Do you not know, like get asked the same questions over and over? You must get tired of that, surely. Yeah, I mean, I get a
0: few questions get repeated a few times, but you know, it's really part of the job, to be honest. And, and you know, part of my job is is promoting the sport and educating the public. And and I feel, you know, if, if these questions need answering four or five times, then I'm. I'm more than happy to do it
1: We'll pick on Talk about the fight Break down your Fight with Carlos Condit Obviously Condit is He's an aggressive Come forward Sort of fighter um, how, how do you assess That fight Are you going to have to It's going to be quite Different from GSP Who pretty much looks to take you down Instantly Condit will probably Look to stand At least to start off with um, And then maybe Look to take you down
0: Later possibly So I mean How, how do you prepare For someone like Condit well that's a pretty good assessment that's really what i'm expecting him to do you know he's a he's an aggressive fighter He comes to win the fight you know what i mean and not by decision he likes to finish knock out or submission or whatever um and and really i mean that that's my kind of fighter a guy that comes and comes and takes risks and puts it on the line and um I, I do see him see him trying to strike with me a little bit um but at the same time i think that you know he's going to quickly realize he's out of his depth there and and he's going to switch his game plan to try and get me to the floor um, obviously you know from the GSP fight he thinks that that's going to be the, the weakest area of my game and, and the, the game to, the part to exploit um, and training at the same camp as well I'm sure he's got some coaching tips on that but um, so really I am expecting him to, you know, to. he's going to be quite enthusiastic in the stand-up. He's quite aggressive. Um, I'm going to get, catch him with a few solid shots, and if he's still awake, then he's going to try and set me down to the ground. And uh, then, he's, you know, obviously he's going to work his submissions and his ground and pound. But uh, um, since the GSP fight, obviously there were a lot of lessons learned in that. And there are, you know, th- there, are, there are a lot of surprises for him when we get there, if we get there. Cool. So the plan is, is to... Uh the plan's to bully Stay up, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to do. And, and, you know, if it does go to the ground, I want him going there on his own, unconscious. Yeah, that's always the best way.
2: You know. Yeah, we don't get paid for overtime either. No. <laughs> you know what I was about to say, Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. get paid for overtime. Regime. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so, in terms of, obviously, you mentioned the GSP fight. Almost exclusively, you were on your back fight. Yeah. You know, it was... Difficult fight for you to sort of find any kind of openings, and um, I mean the one big positive to come out of that fight, I guess, was was your endurance against submission attempts. Um, Some of the submission attempts that were on, I don't know how you didn't tap. You know, I've watched quite a lot of UFC fights, and I've seen fighters tap for much, much less than than, you know, some of the arm bars. No. So the pain threshold is obviously pretty high. So if you find yourself caught in a submission, you reasonably be confident that you can
0: a, deal with deal with that and be and power out. I am. Yeah. I mean, su- submission defense is something that I've been working on, focusing on. Mm. Um, I obviously also want to work on my my offense on the ground as well because that was something that that let me down in the GSP fight, along with my my wrestling, my takedown defense. Um, so I have been working on those areas, but. To be honest, when it comes to submissions, the, the the thing that I struggle to do is to admit I've been beaten, right. and to admit I've been beaten would be to tap out. And, and you know, if I get caught in an arm lock or something, and, and you know he, he's cranking it on, my head is not thinking I better tap because it's going to break. My I'm thinking, hang on a minute, how do I get out of this so I can get back on top and hit him in the face? Yeah. So the pain, thank thank goodness for adrenaline, the pain's not really an issue. The motivation to win is the thing that stops me tapping, really, and and and, and you know, I, I'm just I'm just really enthusiastic to get back to a position where I can hit him. Um, and the GSP fight, it was a tough a tough fight, but it was you know, I mean, like I say, it was a great learning experience, and mm. and it really highlighted areas of my game that needed work, um, and, and and it's something that I have really really you know strived to do since since the fight. And there's been there's been quite a gap between the GSP fight and this fight.
1: Is there going to be any sort of pent up frustration or are you? You've sort of dealt with the disappointment of defeat, and now you're going in completely fresh. Are you just going to take all this uh, anger out on Condit's chin when you walk in? There.
0: Um, I, I try to look at things objectively, and and you know the GSP fight was, um, you know it, it was it was good for me at the time. It was the you know it was the right thing for my career. You know I needed that fight, and I needed that experience in order to to kind of take the next step out the step along, you know, in, with my skill set. Um, I am annoyed about it, you know, I, I wish that, uh, you know, I wish that, you know, things would have gone differently, obviously, and, and you know, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy camp by any means, there were a lot of, a lot of things away from the sport that were, that were difficult as well, so... Um you know, going back, I would have I would have done a lot of things differently, but I can't change the past, and I can't let that affect my future. And, and I think that uh, you know th- this fight is is really feels like my first step on the way back to the title. You know, I'm not I'm not thinking I've got to dig myself out of a hole because I don't really feel like I'm in a hole after the last yeah. fight. I feel like you know I'm, I, I took a, st- a couple of steps back, and now I'm ready to start moving forward again. And and Con this the first step. Cool. You mentioned the problems outside, of, outside of is that something that you, you want to talk about or would you rather not talk about? Um, well, a lot a lot of the camp, I mean, this is not something I, I mean, I, it, it's by no means an excuse for the fight. I mean, no, no. It, 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 the fight would have gone exactly the same if this wasn't the case, but um, I was spending a lot of time. I mean, I was pretty much, I was going from the gym to the hospital back to the gym because my granddad was, was ill um, and I actually, I actually lost him. Uh, February 16th so it's kind of uh, that's life (laughs) and death unfortunately Um, you know so that was right in the middle of camp and then and that happened six weeks before the fight so then obviously the next six weeks you know I'm kind of carrying that with me and you know and along with the TV cameras being around me 24 hours a day and and, you know all the pressure of, of you know going over to the US for three weeks before and and the dieting and everything you know it was just there was just a lot going on and that that was that was was an addition to that but I mean like I said it it had no bearing on the fight anyway Um, I would have just liked to have to have been able to kind of have a have a uh, a a more straightforward camp I think sure and obviously we've got Condit coming up Um, new camp
1: new training uh, addressing issues that you had in the last fight yep Uh, confident in in a win I would assume very you're going to deal with Condit Yep. UFC 120 what is your, your path after that because obviously you had the title fight you're now in sort of the, the raft of contenders again mm-hmm. um, how many fights do you
0: envisage that you need in order to get back up to fighting GSP again assuming he's still still at welterweight uh, for, for me I think I think three fights I think three fights including the Condit fight I think I'm going to beat I'm going to beat Condit convincingly very convincingly um and I think people are going to start to look at me after this fight and, and think you know, maybe I'm, I'm going to be a, a solid contender in a couple of fights' time and then my next two performances will just assure the UFC and, and the fans that I'm, I'm the next contender for the belt. Um, and I think over these next three fights, I can, I can work on the things that I've been, I've been learning since the GSP fight and, and have them sharpened and ready to go when, it, when the fight comes around. And obviously leading up to this you're in intensive training camp what do you do
1: to relax away from training so you've, you've left the training camp you go home what do you
2: do
0: I have I have a uh, an extensive DVD collection and I have an extensive record and CD collection uh, the thing keeping me sane at the moment is records vinyl ok yeah I mean it's it's something that I've, I've collected records in the past and, and it's something that I've kind of I've kind of gotten back to a little bit. Uh, there's a little shop in Nottingham called Rob's Records, which my mum used to go in and when I was a baby, and take me in the pushchair, and uh, you know, and, and she used to shop there all the time. And I've started going back in there, and, and he has some of the, the, the most best, most fantastic records. So I've, I spend most of my day Saturday flicking through records and donating half my bank account to him. Um, but that, for me, that is. That is the thing that's keeping me sane during this during this camp is just being able to go home yeah. and sit in front of my turntable and you know put Bob Dylan on or the Doors or the Beatles or Hendrix or whatever you know what I mean mm-hmm. I mean I even bought some Al Green the other day <laughs> what a fantastic album that is you know what I mean <laughs> That's some serious music oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> but, you know, and that's that's that is for me that is that is the easiest way to step away from what I'm doing yeah. because there's you know I can I can stick a record on and, and these there's nothing about it that makes me think about the sport yeah and, and i only need i only need an hour and I'm, I'm i'll switch it off and i'm ready to go back to the gym again yeah because i am i am very focused on what i'm doing and, and it is the most important thing to me right now um but obviously every now and then it's nice to take a step back so you can have a fresh look at it yeah and
1: what what music do you use to sort of get psyched up for a fight
0: um, you, you're into your punk, I, punk. I am, I am I'm into I've actually just taken off my UK subs t shirt because 'cause it's got <laughs> profanity on the back. Um, I completely forgot when I put it on this morning. Um, I, I've got I've got a, a, a quite a varied uh, taste in music. I'm sponsored by Eric Records and they supply me with a lot of a lot of the music I listen to.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of crazy bands that you've probably never heard of, like Decapitated and Worm Rot and a lot of like Thrash Metal and and you know, things like that. Um, at the same time, I listen to you know some of the heavier uh, American punk like the Casualties, um, and then I've got loads and loads of like American hardcore like Madball and Sick of It All and bands like that, and then British punk as well. You know, anything from from Crass and Conflict, the Sex Pistols to Clash. I mean, I actually got my Clash shoes on today. Nice. Oh yeah, I heard you talk about that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You happy about these? Aren't I am. <laughs> first, day, first time I wore them today, and I'm just enjoying every minute with them on. If you, if you um, wasn't so hot, I think I'd step on your no, <laughs> <the> foot. <first laughs> the trail on those,
1: uh, on those toes is going to be a bit of a shock
0: you
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, what what are you going to walk out to? Uh,
0: I'll walk out to the same song I always you're do. Have the same yeah, song. "England Belongs to Me" by Cox Barrow yeah. Um, yeah, particularly because it's got my vocals on it as well. So that's. Uh, that's always an, a, an added encouragement. So that's your that's your signature. Woman. Yeah, I think if I changed it, particularly changed it right now, I think people would be a little disappointed. I have a lot of people coming up to me saying that they love the tune. And yeah. you know, even the UFC owners listen to it in the gym when they're training and stuff. So yeah, it's a good song. Talk us
1: through the mohawk. How long have you had it? How difficult is it to look after? You mentioned <laughs> you mentioned about uh, it wasn't behaving when you first got No, up. no. And uh, what? What situation would crop up
0: where you decide, right? It's going. Um, Okay. Well, I've had it for quite a while. I've had it since. uh, Well, I've had it probably in the last five years. Um, But then I've had it earlier on in my in my life as well. You know, when I was a kid, and and, you know, through my through my teenage years, I had it for a while. And. it is difficult to manage sometimes. Right now, it's the length where the only thing that will hold it up is, is glue, like PVA glue, like real glue, <laughs> um, which is also difficult to wash out. But um, it, it's—I don't know. It, I, I've shaved it off a couple of times in the past, and, and I, I do feel a little less complete with it without yeah. it. Um, but having said that, if I ever wanted to go somewhere in disguise, that would be a reason to shave it off. Yeah. I actually went to a UFC in Vegas once. Um, and I had regular seats, and I thought I'm gonna go regular seats yeah, and enjoy it as yeah. a fan. I shaved my head, and I didn't wear any of my sponsorship stuff, and oddly anybody recognised me. <laughs> yeah, a beanie hat would do
1: the same job, wouldn't it? Well, it's to smart, be honest, yeah.
0: I mean, th- th- this was a long time ago when I when I cut it off to, to go in disguise. So I don't know if it'd have the same effect now. See, what I used to do was I, I just used to put a hat on, and I got I've got like quite a selection of, uh, of NFL hats, you know, Cowboys and no, no, Buccaneers no, no. and the Raiders and everything. And I just put one of them on, and usually I can I can walk through a place without being recognised. But even recently, it's, that's people are starting now to recognise my face a bit more as well. So,
1: yeah, I was about to say. I mean, over, over here in the UK, have yeah. you, over the last twelve to eighteen months, have you noticed your profile increasing when you when you're out and about?
0: Definitely, definitely, and I, I always got people coming up to me. I I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Nottingham Panthers. Yeah. Um, and I go there. I go to their games pretty much every week, and every time I'm there there's always someone that that spots me and and comes over and you know and I I mean I think it's still kind of strange for my family and my friends because they still see me as as Dan just Dan Hardy from Nottingham and you know and and when people are coming up to me wanting a photograph I think people see it kind of strange because I am I am this other entity away from from reality you know what I
2: mean Um,
0: it is very strange, but I am getting it more and more now, and it is becoming more a part of my life. Particularly after the GSP fight, how, how strange is
2: it for your family and friends? Obviously, you're to them you're this uh, still this young man from Nottingham. Obviously, you, you've, I wouldn't you know not big you up too much, but you obviously you've got this massive career in the states. You're not you know you're, you're known kind of around the world now. Is that still? I can't believe my son's doing it. Oh, I can't believe it. that's my mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is very strange. I used to frame over
0: all the time. <laughs> it, is, it is very strange, yeah. I mean, people from school as well that I haven't spoken to in years that I used to, I used to be friends with at school contacting me like, oh, I can't believe what you're doing or, you know, I get a text, I've just seen you on the Argos advert or I've just seen you on the front of Fighters Only magazine or whatever and, yeah, everybody finds it very strange. I mean, I still do. I still do. I think the only person that's kind of getting used to it now is my girlfriend and that's probably because she's the one that stands by wife people are people are, people are t- asking for how photographs she, and stuff
1: how does she deal with you getting in the cage and is she i asked john actually the same question um is she is she a reluctant watcher will she sit there looking between the gaps and the fingers or is she right there going him! She no to she's uh she's
0: yeah she's very supportive and quite she, she's very very confident in what i can do and yeah you know so she she'll watch the fight and she'll she'll see it as, as it is it's a sport you know what i mean mm. and 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 my dad's the same. He gets a little bit more more anxious, though. He, he gets nervous, and, and my mum completely shields her eyes. She she can't watch it. Yeah, because that because I mean, mom, thing yeah, is, it's, it's a little boy getting yeah. punched in the face. But yeah. to my girlfriend, that's it's what I do every day, and she's used to it.
2: Yeah. How much how much time? I, I have this theory in the competitive competitive sport you're in that if I was ever in it, especially the last couple of weeks, definitely the last couple of days, I could not see anyone that I loved because I thought I like I'd have to get into a, a, a you know, back to the back to the basics animalistic because I'm gonna get in a you know, in the cave with somebody what about yourself are you quite calm all the way up into it or just I, I, have, I have my moments and I'm my fuse is a lot
0: shorter when I'm in training camp um, this this camps actually the first time my girlfriend's been over here normally she's over in the in the US and I'm here on my own um, and and then I only see my parents at weekends and, and I'm, I'm all right because I'm you know, I'm like, I'll see him for a few hours, and I'm, and I'm okay, and I'm back on my own again, whereas this time, it's the first time she's been around me, and I mean, to be honest, she's made life a lot easier, because she cooks and does all my laundry, and all that kind of <laughs> stuff for me, but at the same time, that like, it, like on a morning, when I've got sparring, like a Tuesday or Thursday morning, I wake up, and I'm tired, and I know I've got some rounds to go with some guys that are going to be punching me in the face, and and I'm on edge and then and it's just a little, th- littlest thing like why is this here or whatever and then I catch myself and I'm like no hang on a minute you know it's, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's not you know, and then I apologise to her but she's, she's getting used to it now so, so would
2: you stay away for the last couple of days or are you still okay
0: well the week of the fight I won't see her The week from from the Tuesday to the Saturday I won't see her and I, the next time I see her from well I'll see her Monday night and then I'll see her Saturday night after the fight, after the fight yeah. and that really is that. that's the week that I'm, I'm the worst okay. I'm the only person that gets it then is my coach yeah. and he expects it yeah of
2: course yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's Job, yeah,
1: yeah. What I want to ask you about, obviously, you're in mixed martial arts. It's a growing sport, and you're quite high profile online. You, you know, you're quite happy to engage in in debate and mm-hmm. actually answer people's questions online. Yeah. How do you deal with people who? Less educated about the sport and mixed martial arts, who say it's barbaric, who don't understand the the
0: intricacies of the sport. It, it's, it's difficult. I mean, you know, some people are, are are ignorant ignorant to the point where they refuse to learn about something, yeah. um, and that's they're the people that you kind of just have to feel sorry for and ignore. Um, a lot of people, people who have got you know a, a, an open minded approach to it, they can be educated and and they can they can be taught about about the sport and about the athletes within the sport and and I mean I spend all day talking to people like that I don't mind because if they're w- willing to learn then I'm, I'm cool it's every now and then you'll get the guy that, that doesn't want to know it's barbaric you're a thug and you know and it's you can't talk those people around I had a debate a while ago on, on a website um, for a, a, a one of the newspapers and, and I went back and forth with this guy and I gave him I gave him logic I gave him reason I gave him facts and he came back with the same thing yeah but it's human cockfighting. yeah but it's barbaric and, and he really didn't have a point he'd got, a, he'd got an opinion and nothing to support that opinion. And and I could have argued with him till today and he would still have the same opinion. So some people are just set in the ways and will never change. Um, but the most most people can now see what we 're doing and why we 're doing it and and you know and I always say you know if anybody ever wants to come and watch me train and you can see what effort I put in you know what i mean you 're welcome to come and watch and, and i 'll quite happily educate you about the sport i 'll talk you through what i 'm doing and what we you know what the team 's doing and that 's it i mean as long as you 've got an open minded approach you understand what we 're doing and and uh and you're either gonna be a fan or you're gonna accept that it's something that we love to do and, and not judge us for it.
1: Yeah. And just to finish off, um, obviously the card is stacked with, with British fighters. Um, talk about the other fights in the card. Tell us how you think they're gonna go. So we'll start start with Mike Mike against uh Ushira Akiyama, the main event. How do you see that one going?
0: I think that's a I think that's a great fight and I think it's a very, very tough evenly match fight. Um, I mean obviously Mike's got all my support. Um, he's you know he's he deserves the win, you know, it's he's, he's gonna be back in London, he's gonna be fighting hard and I really think that it's gonna be difficult for Akiyama to come into the auto arena and take it from Mike. I think he's too motivated and he's gonna be he's gonna to put too much too much effort into it. Um Having I mean, said that he is a fantastic opponent yeah. uh, and he's a superstar as well. I mean his entrance alone is is yeah. enough to is it, a Yeah. Know, it's yeah. It's fantastic. You know what I mean? I, I was at his last fight against Chris Lieben and just the whole arena just went silent and everyone got goosebumps and all like jaws hitting the floor. Yeah. It? Yeah. Because yeah. It, it's just it's a total change of pace. I mean Chris Lieben came out to um a, a, a red hot chili peppers song, uh, you know, and it was every everywhere was electric you know the whole place was bouncing, and then all of a sudden everything slowed down the lights went blue and akiyama's coming out crying holding his men's hands and it's just a it's just a very very strange experience in a, in that environment yeah um the fights just going to be great though both guys want 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 to fight both guys bring it and and I I'm, I'm just excited mike's got my support and it's a difficult fight to call but but I've got I'm calling mike and
1: John Hathaway against uh, Mike Pyle, different opponent for him. He was due to be fighting uh, Japanese judo. Uh, Don Kim, yeah. 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 Um, So he's had a change. So slightly different opponent, different different risk for him because he's submission Mm -hmm. specialist. So, um, but John's been awesome in the UFC Yeah,
0: I think uh, he is one of the best talents we've got in this country right now no doubt um, I certainly think that you know when you know in a few years time when you know when Mike's about ready to, to finish and I'm about ready to you know to call it a day or whatever or I'm past past the peak I think John will be about ready to to step into, into our shoes and, and kind of solidify himself as the, the number one in the country um, he's got all the talent in the world I've trained with him a few times and I'm, I, I was very very impressed with him um, I think Mike Power's a very very tough opponent I've trained with Mike and he is he is legitimately very very good um, but I think that, that John's got all the ingredients to, to do it I think that John wants it. And I think that he performs better under pressure as well. I think that's going to be the key. I think it's going to be the the actual the, the 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 ability to perform in that kind of environment that's yeah. going to win the fight. And I think John's going to do it.
1: Cool. Now you both fight the same weight. Yep. you see this home flying over the horizon. Um, can you ever envisage a situation where you two might end up meeting inside the octagon?
0: If if that's would if, you take that fight if I did? Well, if that's a the way it goes, if that's the way it goes, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to turn it down. Um, you know sometimes it happens like that I mean obviously you know John's a friend and, yeah. and I, you know, I wouldn't like to fight him and right now it wouldn't make sense for us to fight anyway if it came to the stage where you know we were both contenders and, and that's the fight the UFC wanted then, then so be it but right now I think, I think we're at different stages of our career for a start right now um, and I think that to get us at the same level um, a lot would have to happen between now and then so I think there's a lot of time between that, that fight potential um, But, you know, who knows? I mean, mixed martial arts is one of the strangest sports in the world, so anything can happen.
2: The Ultimate Fighting Championship returns to London Saturday, October 16th, as three British warriors take on the world's best. First, Brighton welterweight John Hitman Hathaway looks to continue his unbeaten run. And top five welterweight Dan the Outlaw Hardy returns to action. Plus, Michael the Count Bisping collides with Japanese judo master Yoshihiro Akiyama in the explosive main event, the UFC October 16th. Tickets on sale now at the O2 Arena box office and Ticketmaster.co.uk.